This episode is brought to you by Factor Meals. It certainly is because eating better is easy with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. If you're somebody like me who cannot cook to save their little lives, it's a game changer. Every fresh, never frozen meal is chef crafted, dietitian approved, and ready to eat in, wait for it, just two minutes. Plus, you'll have over 35 options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. You can pick from two minute meals where you can fuel up fast with Factor's restaurant quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. With pancakes, smoothies, and more, discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. And Factor Meals are ready to heat and eat. They're ready. There's no prepping. There's no cooking. There's no chopping up veggies. None of that stuff. If you're like me and you're busy, whack on a podcast, whack these in, and they're ready to go. Nothing for you to do. No cleanup either. And the great thing is it's flexible for your schedule. So you can get as much or as little as you need when choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime if anything changes. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast premium options with no cooking required. So sign up and save. Factor is less expensive than takeaway and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. So head to factormeals.com slash TWTW50 and use code TWTW50 to get 50% off. That's code TWTW50 at factormeals.com slash TWTW50 to get 50% off. Hello, I'm Grongy Maguire and this is Chantelle Fiducian Pate. Hello. bonded over our love of reminiscing about weird celebrity couples. The ones no one would believe happened if Google wasn't there to back it up. We want you to join us as we remember when love was young, times were simpler, and we really thought that Angelina and Billy Bob Thornton were going to make it. Every week we're joined by a celebrity guest to discuss the showbiz romance they never got over. So take our hand and stroll down memory lane with us as we remember the, the way, way they were. Hi Chantelle. Hi Groyna, good to hear from you again. Ah, How are you? Look at us, like a, a like a bad penny, we're back. Like a bad what? <laughs> like a bad penny. Oh, like a bad penny. I thought you said bad pennies in the past, sir, and that they never go. <laughs> How have you been? Oh, I've missed your beautiful face. Same. I've I've missed our beautiful listeners. Same. I, it's been a, what a summer it's been. What a summer. If you've been in England, apologies. It's been awful here. <laughs> I'm just glad to be back. I'm very pumped. And we're also very excited about what, what we have coming up as well, aren't we, Grania? Oh my God, they said it couldn't be done and yet it's happening. (laughs) (laughs) All their enemies tried to sabotage it, Mm -hmm. but they didn't succeed. That's right. Because in the great city of London, Governor, (laughs) (laughs) on the 15th of September. Two weeks to go, guys. Two weeks to go, Chantelle and I will be doing our very first live episode. There's still tickets available, I think. 
I think what they say is, oh, have a look because new tickets are being released all the time. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. We're having to release loads more because it keeps getting sold out. We've actually changed rooms a few times now. We're going to be at Wembley by the end of the month, guys. So <laughs> get in quickly while you can. Shall we reveal who our amazing special <gasps> guest is? Yes, we can. Go for it. No, you let them. Well, let if the you've been keeping know. up with our social media, we've actually already announced this. But if you haven't done, then we are very, very excited. And this is very exciting for us. This is someone that we wanted to have on the podcast. And we thought of it, I think, last summer, I think. We wanted to get him on. Yeah. And it was like this wistful dream. We, we oh, manifested it, it. We did. Like, wouldn't it be great if we could have him on? And we got him better than being just a guest on the regular old podcast. He is our live, first ever live guest. It is the one and only. Christopher Hall, if you've been on TikTok or Instagram since I'd say 2019, especially during lockdown, you have definitely seen Christopher Hall. You could not have missed him. If you have, you've been on the wrong algorithm. He is one of the greatest rising comedy stars to come out of TikTok and Instagram. I'm obsessed and I'm very, I'm a bit like fangirl about it. I think I might get a bit, a bit starstruck when he comes on. I'm really, really excited. Uh, speaking of comedy legends, oh my god, super pumped to have on the show. Here's one. Uh, oh my god, she's just a doll. I sort of shared the same venue as her in Edinburgh when she was doing her debut hour. Oh, humble brag and- there. Well done, Grania. Nice. Straight in for the first episode of the season. Grania's yeah, back, guys. We're still doing all the same venues. And <laughs> she is just the most gorgeous, lovely, naturally funny, adorable baby. She's but enough about a- me. What about the guest? <laughs> she is as lovely and as friendly and as normal for a comedian which is quite weird mm. as she is funny yeah she is when i was telling a friend of mine that she was the first guest we have come out for the new series he was incredibly excited mm. like, oh she's a big one to get mm. yeah that's right she is a big one to get and that's the kind of guest we get here at the yeah so get ready for the pure joy that is Maisie adam the, the way, way they, they were. were hi Maisie. Hello, how Hi, are Maisie. we? How are you? I'm very well. I'm very, very well. I'm excited for this. I love a bit of celeb gossip. It's sort oh, of my... You have come I'm, to the right I place. don't even think it's a toxic trait. It's like you're curious about people, you know? That's yeah. what this is about. It's like interest in human nature. Well, it's interest mm. in only famous people. <laughs> I don't really yeah. care about people in general. I just care about I celebrities. Think- for sure, my toxic trait is that thing of like if ever me and Mike are watching a film or TV series, I will interrupt it with a fact about their dating history. Like even now at the moment, we're watching Wimbledon and it was just on and I think it was quite a pivotal point in the match. And I just happened to look up and I was like, oh, he used to go out with Nicole Scherzinger. And Mike was like, I don't care. It's match point. Shut up. But the thing is, I'm sorry, he's wrong because you should <laughs> like, care. And that should affect I think that's how you valuable feel about information. <laughs> that is valuable information. You want to know who to root for. And part of that information on who to root for is whether or not they've dated a pussycat doll. I, I think that's important agree. information. Definitely. You meant to go by what based on how good they are at tennis. Oh, God, how yeah. basic can you get? Dump him. Exactly. <laughs> and it tells you a lot about how he is as a tennis player. If he's dated Nicole Schwartz, He's good at pressure. How was that pronunciation growing up? (laughs) She started. (laughs) We've gotten complaints about this. I'm I'm getting in there. (laughs) Schwerzinger. Is that what you just said? I said Nicole Schwerzinger. I think you're the first one to ever say it like that. I'm sorry. (laughs) 
I, I like it now. Go on. What I'm saying is that tells you a lot about his tennis style. He's good at pressure. He's good at like having to, you know, resolve straight away. I imagine that is a a high pressure relationship to be in. So that is pertinent. and also like he's ambitious. Anybody yeah. who is like confident enough to ask out Nicole Scherzinger and think that there's at least over fifty percent chance of a yeah of a of a positive response. That's 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 a winning mentality. <laughs> and also, I'm not surprised he... she's only dated um, sports people because you've got to believe in yourself game, to win. <laughs> if he does badly at match point, then you're like he's probably suffering from the breakup of Nicole Scherzinger. So yeah. probably that's but that's happening in the mental space. They always I say don't the think you game can... is mental. Well, if you've got that on yeah. your head. I don't think you can get dumped by Nicole Scherzinger and that not affect your forehand. I'll <laughs> look, say at Lewis, it. look at Lewis Hamilton. What we, I mean, where's he yeah. been? <laughs> yeah, he hasn't been, that's so true. We like but, to say that he's not been on the podium because Mercedes haven't sorted out their suspension. Maybe it's just that Lewis is that. still thinking about the good old days with Nicole. Yes, that's right. So we know you like celebrity gossip, but yeah. we are a celebrity romance podcast. So do you consider yourself yes. a romantic person? So, no, no, like not romantic. Like my, um, I'd say my love language is like very unromantic acts of service. <laughs> so like the worst thing Mike, to, Mike could do, my husband, is, is like buy me flowers or write me a poem. Any of the like staple romantic things yeah. make me literally want to curl up and, and vomit. Yeah, but that's um, the washing up you're in. Oh my god! If he if he does the washing up, if he if he if he cleans the bathroom, that they is never like clean the oh bathroom, my amazing. god! On the odd occasion, no, he's very good at it. That's what oh, annoys he? me. He's, he's very good at it, but just oh, doesn't she got a unicorn. do it enough. And it's like oh god, that that's sexy. That's a lovely thing. Thank I agree you. with you. That's on like that. very nice. And making me a cup of tea, just little stuff like that, where you're like, you know, when you're already. You know when you have those like long admin days and you're just there at the computer and then mm. suddenly somebody just brings you a cup of tea oh. unprompted. Without I'm asking, like, oh. they just walk in with it. Oh, yes, thank you. <laughs> Here's just like a plate with some toast on it. I've already buttered for you. Here you go. You haven't asked for it. I'm just presuming you might mm. want it. I'm like, oh, mm. get me but some like, knee pads. romantic stuff, absolutely not. And like, if I, like back when I think about, like back when I was like dating, I used to get the ick very quickly, mm-hmm. very quickly. People who text too much, Ugh. not a fan of that. People who people who text really naff things as well. Like I'm going to sound like such a bitch here, but um, I hate a um, how's your day going? Text. Oh no, like, no, Maisie, you're not a dick. You're not a dick. You are a wise, wise woman. <laughs> the like, amount why of are you asking I've me a question to... that is only what we're going to cover when we meet exactly. up on our actual date? Give me one example of a flirtatious answer to how's your day been. It's impossible yeah. to answer that in a fun way. And the amount of Because if boys... you answer it honestly, you're like, well, now I come across boring. Yeah. But if I, I'm not just going to, I'm not going to make up stuff that's happened. And also there's only so sexy you can make, <laughs> yeah, just getting through some admin sound. <laughs> it's a conversation yeah. killer. How was your day? It's Anyone lazy. At... It's such it's a lazy. And I've had it's boys. So as in, like, friend, I've had friends of mine, like men, who were like texting girls they were fancy. Like, oh yeah, I texted her. How was your day? She hasn't written back, and I'm like, well, I'm not fucking oh, surprised, me. That is, she's no. never shagging you. That's over. How yeah. was your day? Do you want a response? Send me, send me a meme or a funny reel of somebody like falling off a, a swing or a slide like that. That will get me on a date, no problem. How was your day? Is how was your day? Oh god, it's the worst. Absolute boner killer. Well, speaking yeah. of laziness, 
That is one thing we can't accuse hey. this couple of being. Oh, with what a segue. With the seg- what a segue. name is segue. Not many people know it's actually an old Irish word for amazing <laughs> communication connector. Because Maisie... Yeah, but do you know what? You're, you're, you are right. Not shy of work. <laughs> Okay, good. The hints, the hints. Okay, okay. <laughs> so, uh, as always, beautiful Chantel has no idea of the incredible couple we're about to be dissecting for the next hour. So, right. Chantel, I can yes. tell you that Maisie's couple got together. And again, with all of this, this is sort of folk wisdom at this stage. Mm-hmm. Dates are nuanced, variable things. We think. Okay. I've just sort of picked 2000 as n- 2009 as when this started. Okay. That's fair. Okay. Okay. I just had to, I just had to call it. I just had to call it. Okay. Um, so set the scene. 2009. The world says hello to swine flu. It says oh goodbye God, to the king of pop. And then we all wanted to hear it for New York, New York. But this couple gave everyone <laughs> an empire state of mind. Oh, Wait, it's wait, not wait, wait, no, 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 no. Nope, yes, it continues. Nope, okay. It continues. He used to call her on her cell phone, but in the end, it was just too much work, 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 work. One, yeah, so... these are not clues. These are <laughs> like incomplete sentences. <laughs> well, like, no offense, Chantal. If you've got any <laughs> struggle in guessing this couple, you should not be the host of this podcast. <laughs> you did say. There's a lot going on there. You well, had, so, uh, so the New York, oh, okay. that's just because New York Empire State of Mind came out in 2009. So that, that should have been like... A... You threw me there. That was a bit of a red <laughs> yeah, herring. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. we're not doing Alicia. We're not doing Jay-Z. That's not happening. They're still together as far. I mean, they're not together. you know what I mean? We're not doing yeah. them. Yeah. And then obviously I got the Rihanna pretty reference pretty fucking swiftly. So are we doing Rihanna and Chris Brown? He used to oh. call... I mean, that's it's a big one, but I'm pretty sure we've been we've been through this a few times, and people have said Chantal, we're not going to do Rihanna. Chris there's Brown. a really clear clue you've missed. I presume I'm right with um with with Rihanna. Okay, he used to call her on his cell phone. And maybe oh, I should Chantal. be hosting this podcast, according to Maisie. Oh my word! Come on, come on. He used to call her on his cell phone. Cell oh phone. fuck. <laughs> Oh my god! I, I actually don't even think of them as ever being a real couple. I, to me, they just were appeared in videos, and he just fancies her forever, and it's really embarrassing. Oh god, we had to discuss him at the award show when he tries to kiss her, and it's really bleak. I don't know if I can get through yes. this guy that's Drake and Rihanna. I realize, but oh my god, it's going to be too horrible. It's going to be oh, an hour strap of in, strap in for the cringiest <gasps> simping. I think that's, I just want to block they did... it from my brain. Oh yeah. no! Yeah, I don't even know if they did say. I think he just like oh my god. Yeah, he just simped her. I'm already at PTSD. I can't do it. I'm excited, but oh my God, this is going to be horrible. I think it's fitting that we've already covered, though, how not to pursue somebody when dating. Like, <laughs> if anybody is a, how was your day, texter, it's Drake. Drake, it's so Drake. <laughs> Drake, 100%. I bet he did that. And you know what else he did, Maisie? Did you always hate when they, um, the idea of men in the morning texting, good morning. Oh, <laughs> um, Drake would 100% text you about half past three in the afternoon with hey and one kiss. <laughs> and then like, around, around 11 p.m., night, night, princess. <laughs> <laughs> so, Macy, why, what is it about this couple that you can't look away from? What is it? 
We just said oh, what it is. <laughs> um, maybe that it's just so one way and not for like six months, but for like six years. It technically the still guy now. does I mean, not take a hint. It's never stopped. I, I, oh, it's no. so one way. And when it when it's on, like it's it's been off more than it has been on. And when it's mm-hmm. been on, he's... He's sort of sh- oh, shot, like shooting his shot, but it's it's missed oh, by it, it's sort so of with all the yards. best intention, but none of the well execution. Oh, like it's, it's so, and it's so publicly oh. embarrassing as well. I can't think of any other like celebrity couple that we've watched a guy try and fail this many times so publicly, yeah. and everyone knows about it, and no and one. I think crucially, no remain... one finds it like romantic, and oh, isn't like no one's on his side. I don't know how he's managed to remain quite cool as well. Like, he's been publicly simping for, like, six years. Forever, basically. Being, being like, so publicly rejected. He's also, like, the most recent time that he was pursuing Rihanna, it then came out of nowhere that he had a kid. Yeah. Like, he's so bad at it. It's so So <laughs> bad. I think it only stopped because he had to concede... <laughs> like oh i've i've had a secret kid that's probably not going to go in my favor when yeah. when publicly pursuing her like <laughs> it's so badly done yet oh, somehow God. he's remained quite a cool figure in the world of music and i don't, I don't know, know, if he know how he's done it I think I that ship has sailed by now. Well, I, think, maybe, I don't think it's cool anymore. I guess with a yeah. with a case as complex as this, we have to look to it the stars. We have to look to the stars above for guidance. So I'm just going, <laughs> grinding. I'm stopping you there. Zero percent. I'm just opening with zero percent. These two have no chance at all in the stars on Earth anywhere. <laughs> so according to their astrological charts, Rihanna, February twentieth, she's a Pisces queen. Drake, October twenty fourth. Scorpio. Of course he fucking is. He's not, he's not even a cool Scorpio. Even that doesn't help him be cool and have some edge. Oh my God. According to their astrological chart, Maisie, and I want a percentage number of you, what chances do they ever have of making it work? I'd be so surprised if it's over 10. <laughs> Surely. But, I, but I, that, that still wouldn't put Drake off, would it? He could, no. he could look this up and see that there's a 0% chance and he'd go, no, I, I reckon I'll, I'll be all right. Is it, is it, is it, is it 10%? 10%. Oh, Chantal, what are you going to say? I mean, if I could go minus, I would. And if it's just anything above zero, the website you're using is giving us incorrect information because the, there's not zero. I'm zero. I'm okay. zero right now. This is the first well, time I've ever said zero. <laughs> So according to those charts, when Scorpio and Pisces come together, they will both easily get carried away into an image of a fairy tale love. One of them did. That's that's a music video. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's pretty much all they've been is music the video couples. She knew it was just a music video. He did not. As two yeah. water signs, they will rely on their emotional judgments. The challenge here is for the nature of Scorpio, Drake, not to obsess and suffocate their changeable partner. <laughs> I've never believed this shit more in my life. He failed. Mission <laughs> failed. And for Pisces, Rihanna, to stop running away from negative emotions. Oh my God. This is good. How? Okay, so I feel like, Chantal, I might have turned you around to the, to the, the wisdom of I horoscope. Was, I'm not. This is the this first is time astrology I've, I've, okay. I'm, I'm beginning to be a believer. Okay, this might turn a little bit. Their percentage chance of working out, 
81 percent see there we go it's all absolutely bullshit don't you? <laughs> absolutely not absolutely not bollocks He's someone who definitely reads his horoscope and believes in this. So, oh God, I bet, I bet he calls you like, hey, my Pisces queen. Now that you've mentioned he's Scorpio, I'm sure he incorporates being a Scorpio into a lot of his like... It makes a lot of sense. ...artwork and image. Yeah, I'm sure he's mentioned oh it loads. Oh my God, he's such a nerd. <laughs> okay, he's well, speaking of nerds, let's have a look at Drake's emotional CV. So um, he was born in Canada. His parents divorced when he was five years old. Now, I think this creates a central schism in the personality that is Drake. Because what happens is, his parents divorce, he stays with his mother. So his mother, I think his mother is sort of like a quite a middle class Jewish background. Mm -hmm. So living with his mother, he's a theatre kid, he's in productions when he's a... That's a red flag. Like, I'm very, sorry, but it's true. She is right. There's very few, and we we've covered a lot of theater kids on this podcast. There's very few of them that turn out cool. I think, yeah, like, yeah. I think it's literally we haven't covered him yet, but I think it's literally Tupac Shakur. That's it. <laughs> that's the only theater kid I could think of. That He's turned the out only cool. theater kid that's turned otherwise, out cool. Yeah, that's the level you got to get it. Otherwise, it ain't a good start. So he was in productions when he was little of. Les Mis, which is very Drake. That's I can so see Drake. him like looking into the middle distance. One oh, day more, God, God, which yeah. is like his Rihanna oh, song, really. Just one day more. <sighs> so he's in Les Mis. He was in The Wizard of Oz. Then at the age of 15, he joins the cast of Degrassi, the next generation. So, yeah, theater kid, middle class background. However, his dad lives in Memphis. So his dad is in prison for a little bit. His dad's a musician. So I think he's like torn between this earnest theatre background of his mother and then his dad's slightly edgier Memphis musical vibe. And also being Jewish in Canada while being half black is also a very isolating, I imagine, Mm -hmm. place to be. So I can understand why it would make him feel he has to overcompensate. He has to overcome, yeah. Meanwhile, across town, little Rihanna is Way going Way across up. town. <laughs> and, across, across town. Barbados, <laughs> yeah. yeah, let's be clear. She's pretty far. It's not the few, other side of Toronto. There's a few bu- puddles to hop over. So uh, she grows up in quite a deprived background. Her dad is an alcoholic. He also has like substance issues. Her parents were in quite a violent relationship. Rihanna used to get really bad migraines from like the stress of growing up. Then 14, uh, her parents divorce and she starts sort of pursuing her musical career. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she's, she's a scrappy little fighter right from the start. Yeah. Yeah. So then they meet 2005. Where do they meet for the first time? 2005. They're both little teenagers. I want to say that it was like, was it? No, it can't have been a music video. This is Drake music It's always a music video. Is it? Is it a music video? It's on the music video on the set of Pondery Play. Oh, of course. Her, her oh, first song. Why was he, was he around? Of course he, he was. He was an extra. Yeah, what was he doing there? He was just a theatre kid there in the background. He said, interview about this later on. The first time did. I met Robin Fenty was in 2005. I was introduced to her as the kid who played background music at the restaurant as people ate their dinner. This is giving vibes of like, again, I can remember like 
when I was dating, if you'd go out with a guy and you just mention a band and they'd be like, yeah, I was actually like a fan of theirs from the get-go, like their early <laughs> stuff. He's even doing that with Rihanna. Like, yeah, I was kind of a day one fan. Like, I was actually in a Ponda replay. You, no, you probably nobody asked you. You just turned up. <laughs> you just forced your way onto the set. So that was 2005. Fast forward to 2009 and things mm-hmm. are different. Rihanna has just broken up with Chris Brown. Drake is now a popular singer in his own right. And they okay, are... so he's broken through. He's yeah. broken through. He's famous at this stage. They are spotted at Lucky Strike, an NYC bowling alley. So they're just spotted Shit there. day. Two thousand I like bowling, bowling's though, a good day. Bowl... I like no, bowling, bowling's but it's, it's risky. You never actually talk to each other because when it's their turn, you're sat on your own eating some curly fries. Mm-hmm. And then they come back and you're like, oh, well done, good strike. And then you have to go and pick a ball and you always forget which one's the heavy one and which one's the light one. It's just... Oh, it's fun. Then, they get to, then you get to watch and... them mess up and you have little competition times and you go play air hockey somewhere. Come on, Maisie, it's fine. It's a nice wholesome date. I expect and... more for, for Rihanna and Drake. No, though, it's basic. Say. It's up there with mini golf. Like, oh, come on, neither of you are okay, actually that's having a bad fun. Day. That is a bad day. Uh, Maisie, what do, you, ha- bad day. what do you imagine going bowling with Drake and Rihanna would be like? Drake is absolutely somebody who uses the little ramp. Yep. <laughs> and he puts he the bars the up on the side. And the bars up. Yeah, bars. 100%. And he thinks that that makes him endearing and cute. And I'm not like other guys. I'm not alpha and macho. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Well, so that one night that they were spotted, it made it. Does the influence it made on the two people is quite different. Uh, mm-hmm. Rihanna quickly squashed rumours of a relationship, saying they were just friends. Drake wrote a song about it. <laughs> she just, she's got oh. the ick immediately to said, no, guys, no, publicly, we are not. Definitely Who never, goes never... on one bowling date and one writes a song about song. it? So this is the lyrics. It's, it's from a song, Fireworks. Who could have predicted love could strike? But how you stuck with me, damn, I kept my wits about me, luckily. What happened between us that night, it always seems to trouble me. Now all of a sudden, these gossip brags want to come cover me. And you making it seem like it happened that way because of me? But I was curious, and I'll never forget it, baby. What an experience. You could have been the one, but it wasn't that serious. (laughs) Oh, that's an instant block. If it wasn't that serious, then why are you writing a song about it, bro? It sounds pretty serious to you. I can't believe he said strike. I can't believe he used bowling terminology. Oh, my God, Drake. Maisie, has anybody ever written a song about you? No. No, thank (laughs) God. I've had a song dedicated to me before, and I did not like that. 
I did not like that. I went out with a guy at uni who sang at an open mic night and he dedicated a song to me and I've never <laughs> I've never felt like my asshole has like shot up into my lungs. It was it was absolutely mortifying. Can we ask what song it was? What song was um, it? As if you don't remember, you so remember. What song was it? It was a slowed down acoustic version. Okay, you've got me already. That's, uh, that's what makes you beautiful. <laughs> oh, God, I, I've got the feeling again. It was awful. Macy, everybody else in the room can see it. Everybody can I see it, it but also, you. It was a slowed down version, and the first lyric is like, "You're insecure. Don't yeah. know what for." I was like, "I'm fucking not. I was fine until you dedicated this song to me, and now I'm very insecure about being sat here in this pub." <laughs> well, poor old Rihanna was in a very similar situation. Again, you would think that writing a song would be Drake getting it out of his system. Sure, it, it wasn't. Mm. So then, mm. uh, at, around this time, in an interview with the New York Times, Drake says. I was a pawn. You know what she was doing to me? She was doing exactly what I've done to so many women throughout my life. Oh, sure my you gosh. have, Drake. Sure you have. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which is show them quality time, then disappear. I was like, wow, this feels terrible. One day. One day at one a bowling day. alley. Oh, my then, God. In another interview, he says, I'm at one of the greatest places in my life. I'm on top of the world. I'm extremely confident. So it's very rare that anybody, let alone a woman that I like, makes me feel nervous or makes me feel small. Oh, those are the sounds of a man who walked away from an interview in buckets of tears. That man is in the worst, deep pit of despair of his life. When you start a sentence with stuff like, I'm actually really fine, if there was subtitles, it's always... To me, it's always like when men go... As a male feminist, and immediately I'm like, oh, you're a oh, sexist no. pig. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. Anybody that has to tell me they're something rather than their actions show it, it's a red flag. And to say all those things, I'm at the best point of my life. I'm extremely, who says the phrase, I'm extremely confident? I'm extremely confident. So oh, um, God. later on in the year, Rihanna releases What's My Name featuring Drake. Mm-hmm. So, do you know, we've been quite hard on Drake during all this, but. She he's does. A, I mean, he's a good musician. She sees. She knows talent. She's not. She's, she's mm. a good businesswoman. She knows what she's doing. That's it. I feel like this has always been interpreted as like, well, if she didn't like him, why did she do so many songs with him? It's I'm like, like because, because he he's really, really popular artist. Yeah, and he's like, really good. And your job is like as a singer at that time. It was really popular to have a verse done by like a yeah. rap. Like, mm. it's just smart. So that was in October 2010. Then the following year, June 2011, Drake and Rihanna are spotted cuddling. In a Montreal nightclub. We've all had a moment of weakness. <laughs> so uh, he responds by giving an interview in Elle magazine about the song Fireworks. Why does he keep doing interviews about it? It's so fucking weird. And he said, at the time it hurt, but she didn't mean to. I'll never put that on her. I was hurt because I started to slowly realise what it was. I guess I thought it was more. That was the first girl with any fame that paid me any mind. Oh, my God. That's worse than the last time he spoke to someone. Is she, in all your research so far, is there anything, like from what I remember, she stays pretty stum about and all this. I will read you every single quote Rihanna says about Drake. It'll take about 10 seconds. <laughs> 
so far, she is apart from saying we're not going out together, she hasn't said anything. <laughs> she's busy, man. She's doing other things, mainly other men. Go on. Okay. She's busy working. <laughs> <laughs> so the following year, January 2012, Drake releases Take Care featuring Rihanna. And Lovely. So the song lyrics are, can't deny that I want you. But I lie if I have to, because you don't say you love me to your friends when they ask you, even though we both know that you do, you do, you do. I mean, it was a great song. I'll give him that. It was a fucking It was a banger. banger. It was a that banger. whole album was an absolute banger. He was, this is top of his game era. So do you think she was just, do you think she was in the situation where, okay, you're Rihanna, every single guy fancies you. And she's like, he's really popular. He's a really good musician. He's sort of the moment. Yeah, he's mm. a, like a little bit annoying and a little bit cringe, but it's fine. But the way he sings all of these things sounds really nice on my song and yeah. it will pay for my new house in Beverly Hills. I think that yeah. was the thought process. I think so. I do think Drake is misreading a lot of, let's be honest, essentially emails from her record company to his record company going, yeah. can Drake pop on this song, please? That's here's a, here's like me a contract every time to sign. I, it's like me every time I get booked by any male promoter going, oh my God, they are very <laughs> interested in me. <laughs> like obsessed with me. Yes, I can do your show again. Okay, I just, weird. oh, I feel really misled because you only ever want to book me for 20 minutes at a time. <laughs> yes, that's the job. That's the job that we're booking you for do you think can you imagine being drake's friends during this period oh my god Just imagine yes. the conversations yeah i remember like one of my friends having this thing with a guy where it just like you just run out of patience and sympathy and it gets to a point where the even when they start to talk about you i just need to stop you there I need to stop you there i'm not going through this again it's a big no and you need to take the signs because you're embarrassing yourself and i think it's bad of drake's friends that they clearly didn't do this or they did and he just didn't listen i think it's probably the second one actually and they probably had a massive group chat in the side like oh god drake's talking about rihanna again <laughs> yeah he's, he's writing yeah. another song mate i'm trying not to but he says he's, he said this one's gonna work yeah steve you reply i did it last I time i can't do it guys i'm out i've done yeah. too much this month someone else has got to it's coming up to her yeah. birthday i don't want to know what he's planning. i reckon they had a rihanna rotor Whose turn is it to yeah. calm him down about Rihanna? So yeah. around this time, he gives another interview where he talks about Rihanna. Of course he does. Oh, my God. He's the one planning these interviews, by the way. I don't think for a second these magazines are asking. He's just asking magazines, hi, can you please talk to me about Rihanna? He says, okay, and I'm, I'm, I'm drinking this. She's the ultimate fantasy. I mean, I think about it like, man, that would be good. We have fun together. She's cool and shit. But we're just friends. That's my dog for life. I'm not after pussy like I was three years ago when I was trying to make up for all the years when no girl would talk to me. But I haven't God, met no. somebody that makes everybody else not matter. Oh my no, God. he didn't say that. He did I, oh not say God. that. I tell you what, you're not Drake's, You're not friends anymore, Drake. <laughs> He's like friends. an incel like, on no, Twitter. Seriously, I'm not just after pussy, promise. No, really, I'm not. Oh, it's not. Even if she offered it to me, I'd say no. Yeah, no, definitely. I, I don't want that anymore. What an oh embarrassing collection of sentences. <laughs> All together. We're still in 2012. Fucking hell. Oh, no. It's in June of that year, Drake and Chris Brown reportedly get in a fight over Rihanna in a nightclub. Oh, yeah, let's inject some toxic masculinity into this. Yeah, get that in there. Let's take off every funny. single one on the, on the red flag bingo card. This will make him look better. In September of that year, 
there's a bit of controversy when Rihanna doesn't clap for Drake's MTV's VMA win. Mm-hmm. I don't blame her because all, all she'd have to do is clap and he'd take that as a sign of, hey, we're back on. <laughs> we're back on. I'm in with a shot again. Here we go. She loves it. She's probably had several texts from him going, stop leading me on. So she's got, <laughs> right, I can't even do anything. Probably can't even do eye contact. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, Rihanna remained unbothered and instead of clapping, whispered something to her best friend, Melissa, that many believed was an insult about Drake. I remember probably this. not. Probably just that he would have read a round of applause as a proposal. Yeah. <laughs> so Drake addresses the Chris Brown beef during a radio interview the following year. So remember, he had a fight with... The fight happened during the summer. Mm-hmm. Rihanna now isn't talking to him. This is April of the following year. Mm-hmm. Drake oh, says... That's so embarrassing. Don't ask me shit about that man when I come up there and leave that man alone. Stop preying on his insecurities, man. His insecurities. Glass houses, Drake. With all due. His insecurities are the fact that I make better music than him, that I'm more popping than him, and that at one point in my life, the woman that he loves fell into my lap. Oh, Oh, this is disgusting. Like like competing publicly with the and using Rihanna as points. It's so childish and yeah, red flag, and all of this is building up. It's building up. To... We all know what it's building up to. Yeah, yeah. It's building up to that, that, yeah. that horrible speech. That I can't. Oh my god! Okay I remember the way she's. St- oh my god! Okay, it, 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 it makes sense. All of these things as to why he thought that that was romantic. Just bear in mind, oh by the way. I'm just going to give you, uh, and I don't know who all these people are, but I'm going to give mm-hmm. you a list of all the other women that he was linked to. During the past two years. So in yeah. 2012 and 2013, Drake was also linked to Kira Chaos, Tyra Banks, Rita Ora, Sophie Marie, Courtney Janelle, Kate Dennings, Miracle Watts, Sin Santana, Serena Williams and Tatiana Ali. Are these just the it. people he DM'd? Yeah. <laughs> so Serena Williams as if. Oh my God. So March 2014, so that's the following year, Rihanna uh-huh. joins Drake on his European tour. Business, by the way, Drake. Business. Yeah, separate dressing rooms. She's just there for business. The yeah. following year, Rihanna tells Vanity Fair that she is not dating anyone, including Drake. She says, <laughs> my last real official boyfriend was Chris Brown. Did she say, Grania, I'm not dating anyone, including Drake? <laughs> like, did she single him out? Because that'd be amazing. The following year, May 2016, Rihanna and Drake are seen very affectionate at her concert after party in LA. Apparently they were seen dancing all night together. Guess what you do at a concert? (laughs) How does Drake respond to being seen publicly dancing with Rihanna? Oh, God. He gives an interview where he says, Rihanna, my... Actually, sorry, this wasn't an interview. He says this on stage. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> he can't even, even the magazines are like, we're not doing this again, Drake. All you want to do is talk about Rihanna. So Rihanna's there in the audience. Oh. And Drake says from the stage, you showed up two nights in a row from my city. Oh, no. You might have to go half on a baby. <gasps> what is wrong with him? I can't believe this man writes lyrics for a living. I know. <laughs> I know. Um, okay, so then in August of 2016, days before the VMAs, oh, Drake no. gifts, in inverted commas, Rihanna 
a billboard Oh congratulating God. her on winning MTV's Michael Jackson Video Vanguard Award. It's all so performative. Oh. It's also like, it's these big public declarations mm-hmm. where it's like, mate, if you haven't achieved the, the, the little ones, if you haven't got, you know, through the sort of um, sweet texts and you're having like lovely little meetups and things are going well, then maybe move on to a big declaration. But don't. Don't jump in for, let's be honest, the sixth or seventh time with an unrequited public declaration of love. Billboard. It's the thirst. Oh, my God. So she, Brianna, posted the image of the billboard on Instagram and she titled it, When He Extra, question mark, exclamation mark, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. Take the hint, Drake. She's now just publicly shaming you. She's given up with a nice text saying, hey, man, not going to happen. Sorry, I love being your friend. Now she's just blasting you in public. And also, like, that going well would be, like, oh, my God, he's so sweet. Look what he's done. The fact that it's just when he extra with loads of exclamation marks, (laughs) that's, ha, 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 wow, what a... What a what a gift. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so now we've come to it. It's August 28th, 2016. Oh, fuck. I don't think I can listen to this speech, <laughs> genuinely. It still makes me so it. angry. It's so indicative of that kind of bloke that's like, how can I make this woman's success as a professional about me as a person? How can I bring it back to me? How can I gain attention and interest and traction from this woman's success? Like, the sole point of this award was to honour her with one of the most prestigious music awards Mm -hmm. for all that she'd done as a musical artist. And he somehow managed to make it about himself. It's so gross. And thought that that was really romantic. And probably to everyone, thought, yeah. oh, what a nice, what a nice Masked guy I'm being. Oh, name nice guys romance. finished last. Oh, well. I genuinely thought this was a really sweet, lovely time to do this. At her, during her moment, to just sabotage it completely. Come on, Grania. Okay, here we go. We love the oh, videos, which change their artistic vision from year to year. But most of all, We love the woman who hasn't changed since day one. She's someone I've been in love with since I was 22 years old. Oh, my God. Not relevant. Not relevant to her career in any way at all. And you didn't set the scene, but this is the MTV Awards. This is her winning the Michael. This is such a massive, and she stood next to him on the stage. Is she on the stage at this point? No, God, she's off stage. I think is she's she off stage. stage. She's off stage. She's off stage. Okay, she comes in for the nearest exit. Oh my God, you would be. Go on. She's one of my best friends in the no, world. No, That's no. embarrassing. All my adult life, I've looked up to her, even though she's younger than me. Oh God. Oh, you can look up to people who are younger than you. <laughs> you don't need to point that out. It's not a big deal. She's a living, breathing legend in our industry. Yes, so list some of the stuff she's achieved. (laughs) So she gets the award and then Mm -hmm. apparently, people said at the after party, Drake was literally shadowing her, her every moment and was just so affectionate and adoring the entire night. I mean, when he he gave her the award, it's not, when he gave her the award, it was... I mean, I implore you to go watch the video of it if you're anyone the listening. The hug. It is the hug. Mm. And then she's sort of so saying, I've never you. seen so much said in a hug. 
It's hard to say a lot in a hug as well. If anyone can do it, it's Rihanna. Wasn't she mm, wearing not. like an off the shoulder in yeah. my head? She, yeah. I'd be so tempted to like go up, take the award, be like, thank you. It's an honor to receive this award for the following things I've done over the years and then list all of the stuff that Drake should have just mentioned. <laughs> so afterwards, Drake captions a photo of the pair saying, this is a night for us. All to be thankful for what you have done for us. You have affected so many of our lives in the best possible way. Tonight we celebrate you. Tonight we celebrate you after my speech all about me and this Instagram <laughs> post referencing us. But tonight we celebrate you, sure. Rihanna responds in a very lengthy Instagram post at the very end saying, Drake, your speech was so touching and I love you for that. That's very... Thank you so much. I'll call you. Very bless your heart. It's very that yeah. vibe. Yeah, it's very bless. I think bless. I just see you like as a brother, you know? Yeah, that's so sweet. Oh, cute. Mm. Um, so September of that year, just days after Rihanna shows off her fresh tattoo of a camouflage print shark, Drake <clears throat> appears Important. with the exact same tattoo on his right forearm. <sighs> Honestly, no. honestly, I'd call the police. I would call the police at this point. It's That's getting too much. fatal attraction levels now, isn't it? It's, it's getting single white female vibes. Yeah, he's <laughs> going to start dressing like her soon. Then the month later, a source close to the couple say it's an open relationship. <laughs> no, <it's laughs> that not. source is Drake. That source is Drake and not a couple. So, the magazines won't even interview him properly yeah, anymore. That's Drake ringing up going, we're together. And they go, well, we've got these photos of her snogging so-and-so in a nightclub. Yeah, no, no, no. I know about that. I know about yeah. that. Um, what I meant is I, we're together, but it's open. I actually open. like it. Yeah, yeah. No, that, that is what I was going to say next, actually, is, is we're together, but it's open. Totally. Um, so I'm glad you brought it up, actually, because you've, you've saved me time. So, yeah, all good. <laughs> So then the following year, April of 2017, they have an awkward run-in where there are kids' birthday party and Drake has told everybody he's dating Jennifer Lopez. Oh my God, oh, oh my no, God, it's like a worse. sketch. It's like oh a no. sketch. Like, what would be the... If you turn up to a party and your ex is there, the like, party. it's like word vomit. Yeah, it's good to see you, actually. I've been good. I've been good dating... Um, I'm dating... Who am I dating? J-Lo. I'm dating Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, going really well, thinking of... Um, thinking of actually going to buy a house together soon. So, how are yeah. you? You're not still single. Are you? No, no, I'm not concerned if you are single. I'm just, just curious, Yeah. <laughs> So apparently, so whose kids' party is this? I don't know, but sure apparently I'm... Rihanna was avoiding Drake and just spent all the time playing with the kids. Oh, was she? Yeah. 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 So then, this, a month later, Drake gives Rihanna a birthday shout-out during a concert. Was it a J-Lo concert? <laughs> <laughs> he says, it's somebody's birthday today, somebody I have a lot of love for and a lot of respect <sighs> for. So instead of singing happy birthday... We're just going to do this. And then he started singing, work, 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 work. Let it go. Then the following year, Rihanna says she and Drake are no longer speaking. She's it's not the first time she said that. <laughs> she's she's repeating herself. She says Because of a legal constraint. <laughs> she says, we don't have a friendship now, but we're not enemies either. It is what it is. And then she said, waiting through that speech was probably the most uncomfortable part. I don't oh, like too relate. many compliments. 
Yeah, then that wasn't a compliment. They weren't. <laughs> they weren't compliments. Just she's oh. too nice to say it. So bear in mind, again, we're in 2018. Rihanna gives an interview. She says, I am no longer talking to Drake. In that same year, Drake so gives direct. an interview where he says he wanted to start a perfect family with Rihanna. Oh my God, Drake, it's I really thought you were going to say that he said like, oh yeah, it's over. We're not, I want to start a perfect family. He said, as life takes shape and teaches you your own lessons, I end up in this situation where I don't have the fairy tale. Like, oh, Drake started a family with Rihanna and this is like so perfect. It looks so good on paper, by the way. I wanted that too open time. It's so unhinged. This has been going on since 2007 you started this with? 2009? 2009. So now in what year, Gronya? 2018. It, no, we're, about, we're entering 2019. Fucking hell, mate. Oh, it's the next interview... They went on a bowling date, guys. That was it. <laughs> Honestly, I begin, Brad Pitt and Sunita had more of a relationship than Drake yeah. and Rihanna. In May 2019, Rihanna says she doesn't plan on collaborating with Drake anytime soon. Can't imagine. No, because look what it leads to. Then, um, uh, March of the following year, Rihanna does a live stream. Drake drops in with jokes <gasps> on the does. comments. Oh, God, on the comments. He just dropped it in the comments. He, uh, oh, Rihanna. My oh, my God. Not on the comments. Oh, my God. I feel I'm like so... that's maybe because that was the only way of communicating. Like, 100... maybe. 100%. She's like, he, he's tried WhatsApping. He's tried DMing. Going through it's his not agents. Happening. Nothing. Yeah, so he's the only way. Like, my friend, my friend Steph broke up with a guy, like, 10 years ago. He's supposedly moved on and everything, but occasionally, like, every fortnight, he views her LinkedIn because she's blocked him on everything else. I don't think he knows how LinkedIn works, but we yeah, can they, see. You can doesn't see he know they send pro- the email of who's viewing your profile? Yeah, and like every two weeks it pops up. And it's like he's he's started a family with somebody. Like he's moved on, but oh he's still God. checking Steph's LinkedIn. This oh is the God. this is the celeb version of occasionally viewing your ex's LinkedIn. 100% the comments Joining on their an live Instagram stream. live and commenting shit jokes. So the very last interaction they had as a, a couple, and I use that in the broadest sense of the word. Very yeah, broad. Very, very generous. Is in June 23 when Rihanna covered up the tattoo that Fair. she acc- you would. accidentally, yeah, the matching drink tattoo. Sense. Because you I just mean, know that now. if ever there's like a photograph in the paparazzi, like the, the, the paparazzi put out and, and sh- that tattoo's on show, Drake would see that and be like, that's a sign. He'd see, it, he'd see it like Batman putting that sign in the sky. He'd be like, <laughs> yeah. she, she's deliberately got that tattoo out. It means that yeah. she wants to wants his caller. He <laughs> 100% would. <laughs> so it was very hard to like pinpoint when this couple got together. And when they broke up, I won't like two thousand nine you know and two thousand nine. I picked, <laughs> this, I picked this couple, and I'm actually not even sure I've fulfilled the brief you gave me, which was to pick a couple. I think I've picked two people who once went on a bowling date in the late noughties, and the guy would not quit. That's what I've picked. I think you're right. I think you are. But right. we still have to ask you the question, Maisie. Tough one as well. Well, we've got sort of three questions, really. First one, like, between Rihanna and Drake, why do you think it didn't work out? 
Um, take your time. Take your time. Oh gosh, yeah. What what a, what a difficult thing to sort of pick apart. I would, if I had to be an expert, if I had to, you know, take a stab in the dark, I would guess that it didn't work out uh, because it was completely one way from the get go for an entire decade. <laughs> He just thought, you Maybe know, something you to do with that, Gronya. Maybe. You pursue the girl, you hustle, you hang around long enough, you hover. This episode does pose the question of when does it go from hustle to stalking? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a liminal space, isn't it? Do you, yeah. think, do you think he really thought, because she, you know, I can imagine that she went through that horror show with Chris Brown and Drake seems like... He really likes her. Maybe I could I can see why maybe she thought, oh well, he seems really keen and he seems kind of less drama. And maybe he thought, oh god, her last boyfriend was such a nightmare. This would be easy mm. for me to be better than him. Mm. I still think like it's not the only two options there, is it? It's not <laughs> the horrific monster like Chris Brown or like or... a guy that's so overly simping for you. <laughs> like and and has kind of gone that full circle of like, I'm such a nice guy, I'm such a nice guy, that actually it's become my personality to say that I'm a nice guy, mm -hmm. so actually I'm not really a nice guy. Yeah. Like, it's so, it's so the other way. You've got to go somewhere in the middle. You've got to go a little bit liberal Democrat with this. Yeah, yeah, true. Maybe she should have gone out with Nick Clegg. That's what I'm saying. He was very big during that period. He would yeah, have they would been a good couple. Okay, second question. In the great splish... Because in every split, there's a winner and loser. There's one you're worried about, the one you're oh, happy gosh, for. Oh, gosh, which one's which? How do we choose? <laughs> who thrived? Oh, God. Who simply survived in a great split <laughs> oh. between Rihanna and Dre? I'm not oh. sure he survived. I, yeah, I, I, can we just pick one thrive and one left by the wayside? Um, <laughs> I mean, it rhymes still. Yeah. So yeah. Re Rihanna is now with ASAP Rocky. Oh, so oh, with two so children. Hard. They've got two like, babies. He's such a beautiful hard. family. I know I use that phrase yeah. a lot, but he's so hard. It's bonkers to me how hard he is. Mm. I think it's They're a great couple. And also, he has never once like gone for the capitalising on the fact that I'm dating Rihanna. Let's see if no. I can get more brand deals no. from this. Let's see if I can create a buzz and a conversation, which it feels like Drake was constantly doing. Mm -hmm. Was like, oh, I've got an album out. I might pretend I'm going out with Rihanna again. <laughs> Yeah, they both barely, barely talked about it. But that's because yeah. ASAP Rocky has a little thing called BDE, which Drake literally couldn't spell. Like <laughs> yeah. That is precisely what Drake is missing, has never had. And Rihanna has that in spades. Yeah. Drake yeah. thinks that's walking BDE. Drake thinks that's big Degrassi energy. Which <laughs> yeah, is he would what do. He has. It's stage <laughs> he kid. It's stage kid All energy, is what he's got. Yeah. All he's got. Uh, Drake is now currently dating, let's just say models, because it's yeah, very big. Is. It's just model. I think yeah. him, him and Nick Cannon just circle around the same I think sort of so. 10 Instagram girls and see what happens. So so that's the end of Rihanna and Drake. What, Surprising. What a parable. Cool. What, a, what a myth for our times. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's, I think if ever you're sort of questioning your maybe your current relationship or wondering if you had a really bad ex or anything like that, I think listen to this episode and it will really make you feel better about life yeah, yeah if, if, you ever, if ever you're about, thinking like, oh my god i really feel like i embarrassed myself in pursuing yeah. that person i sent a drunk like, text once oh that was bad yeah if you've done the drunk 3am you up text and then you've been really embarrassed about it yeah. this podcast i'm sure has been wonderful for your yeah, mental health 100 percent. do you not worry you have not been drake do no, not worry drake's done that daily you haven't yeah. drunk dialed a billboard yeah do you yeah, know what i mean that's it 
That's it. Oh, my oh, God. Drake. Um, God. So we've got one more question before we release you into the wild. We do. We do have one more question, maybe. We ask all our guests this. I know who's not going to be the answer to this question, but there is a lovely woman out there that we're constantly trying to find a partner for. At the moment, I'm not quite sure, Grainne, if she is still with the person that we thought she was with before, but as far as we know, mm. she's not yet found her match. Yeah. Okay. So can you put your thinking cap on? And think of someone, any gender is not an issue. If they're with someone, also not an issue. Just who do you think we can get with? The one, the only, share. Oh, that's an exceptional question. Thank you. That is great. Share is an icon. She's yep. strong and powerful. And she doesn't care what other people think of her. She's very important and for this I podcast. I think mm-hmm. there is somebody else who is a fellow oh. contemporary, I think it's She's fair to say, someone. of Cher. She's got someone. Um, they're from a similar time in music. They've had very successful careers. They both okay. did, don't give a shit about what people have to say about how much work they've had done, what they look like. This person does have a husband. Okay. But this husband is famously happy to stay in the background. I know and not who you're be talking famous. about. I know who you're talking about. So I think about, he'd I like be it. more than happy to go with this Cher needs to see out the rest of her days in a lovely romantic relationship with the one and only Dolly Parton yes fucking right Dolly Parton exactly mm. great great I don't know how we haven't had that before and it's perfect yeah perfect imagine oh, the music. amazing amazing imagine their imagine their Christmas parties do you know what I mean I they'd know. be exceptional they'd get deals Cher on their surgery because they get two for one deals you know absolutely all stuff. absolutely Oh, and yeah. the comedy, the wigs, oh. the makeup. Oh, imagine them getting them getting ready together. That is such a They'd good one. They'd be perfect. Lazy. They'd finish each other's sentences with really like totally. witty innuendo. Stuff. Oh, yep. they'd be an, an excellent couple. Excellent imagine, couple. Imagine their Vegas residency. Like honestly, oh, that would the gays would die. <laughs> They're just all the gays would die. <laughs> the a Dolly and Cher duo is. <laughs> I, don't I don't know if the gays can handle it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh, what great, an amazing couple! Thank you, great choice. thank you so great. much, mate. I think they would be thank the opposite. You. They would be the opposite of Rihanna opposite. Drake. Yeah. I think you'd find the both ends. Yeah, it's yeah. two BDEs together. They'd Perfect. Be, they'd be great. They'd be great. And thank you for having me, guys. Uh, thank, thank you, you so amazing. And, and I hope you had fun. I loved it. Where can great listeners fun. find more of your wonderful brain and wish? Oh, wow. On social media, which mm. is Maisie Adam on all of them. That's your Twitter. That's your Instagram. That's your, hey, that's the new kid on the block threads. Uh-huh. Mm, um, yep. Get involved. Uh, that's your MySpace, your Bebo, your Pixo, your Habbo Hotel. I'm there. <laughs> and have you got. She never leaves any of them. Are, are you've got any tour coming up or is there anything where people can uh, go see you? <laughs> I'm not on tour. I'll just be gigging around and around and around, and I'll hopefully. It's a see lifelong you on one tour. I'm Generally. pretty busy at the moment because I'm dating Jennifer Lopez. Oh right, I see. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There, sorry. sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually is that why you're in a bit of a rush? Got to go. Yeah. Actually, got to yeah. go. JLo's. Jen- Jennifer's on the phone again. Yeah. Oh, I was on the blower that one. Ooh, yeah. Giving it all this. <laughs> oh. Thank you. Th- thank you so so much, Maisie. Oh, thank you, guys. It's been really fun. The Way They Were is an Amanda Redman production produced by Abby Weaver and Amanda Redman. We want to hear your celebrity couple crush. So email us on thewaytheywerepod at gmail.com or find us on Twitter at thewaytheywerepod and we're on Instagram at thewaytheywerepodcast. Thanks to you 
for listening. Until the next time, goodbye. Goodbye. The, the way, way they, they were. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.